You are listening to the Cattle Call Podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. The Cattle Call Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast. I do. I am James A. Coppinger Esquire, and with me is my partner, Rocco Luigi Parisi, and together we are Zentech Consultants. Whoa! You with me, Rocco? Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. So, I'm, I'm Bill and Ted today, and you got to ask me why. Go ahead and ask me why. Why? Do you know what episode number this is, Rocco? No. 69 dude <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry i saw that and i couldn't have, you know despite my advanced years i really have not matured beyond 14 either mentally or, or emotionally so i'm still rocking the bill and ted sorry dude had to do it i actually saw that it, it was on like last weekend and i was just dying i still love those movies they still make me laugh it's so sad <laughs> oh goodness goodness how you doing today rocco you okay well, we're just doing ducky yourself. Hey, you know what? I'm still in one piece and on the right side of the grass, so we'll take that as a win. So no worries. Uh, so what are we talking about? Oh, our topic today is simplifying punch lists for construction. There you go. That's a good topic. Nice technical topic for today. So, all right. So so let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, punch lists, right? So you know, punch lists are, <laughs> without a doubt, right? They're they're one of the most necessary, <laughs> but time-consuming and, and frustrating parts of any construction project, right? Um, and, and for those of you who are out there listening, maybe you don't know what a punch list is, uh, a punch list is kind of a, it's a final project closeout item, right? And that's where the stakeholders in a project, right? Usually your, your owners and your architects, they do a final walkthrough on the job, right? Before the final inspections, just to, to kind of help identify issues and any you know outstanding work that has to be done on on, on the construction site, and, and that sounds like a really simple thing, right? You just you, you walk around and you point out what needs to be finished. <laughs> How tough can that be, right? How does that get to be difficult and frustrating? Well, when you're dealing with a commercial construction project of you know a few hundred rooms across multiple floors with hundreds if not thousands of potential finishes and issues and mistakes and then having to itemize and organize and communicate that punch list to everybody involved in the job that can take weeks and sometimes i've seen it take months of back and forth um yeah it gets it gets nuts man i mean you know for for a lot of folks right that that punch list process is really tedious um because for most people they're going out there and what you're doing is they're out there with a pen and a pad or, or, you know, and they're taking notes on every single issue. And then they have to write down, you know, where is it in the building or on the site? And then they, they have to try and tag, right, you know, who's responsible for fixing that issue and so on, right? And in most instances, you're also going to want to take photos, pictures, right, to refer to, you know, the specifications and the plans and then, you know, develop reports for submittal to the GC or to the trades, right, that are going to point out 
you know, whatever the issue is in, in a lot of detail and, and why it needs to be resolved. So, you know, kind of taking all that into account, you can imagine the amount of time and effort that goes into developing a punch list for a large project. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, even on a small residential job, I have seen punch lists take a week or two to develop and submit for processing. Right? And that's not even including the time that's required for you know everybody involved to get mad at each other and fight about why it's not their fault and who is actually going to pay for that fix because it's not my responsibility. Right? That's always the way that goes. Um, so, so, so Rocco, my partner over there, um, I know you don't usually get involved in the actual construction side of things over here, but you do talk quite a bit with our construction clients. Um, and how, how often does the punch list process come up for you during those talks? I mean, is, is it a big pain point for our construction clients? Um, it, it definitely comes up in, in conversation. I mean, we're, we're going to get into this a little bit later, right? But, you know, particularly as it relates to Bluebeam and, mm -hmm. You know, they look for tools to to ease that that process, um, just just to make life life easier and and for better ways of, of communicating uh, with with the folks that are involved in the whole process. Right, but I'm not imagining it though. Right, it is it is definitely something that comes up a lot. I know that you know, when I'm talking, it's always it, it comes up. Yeah, yeah. I, I always get that when we're talking to construction folks on my end. Um, so. There are, there are a bunch of kind of industry standard processes for simplifying, uh, you know, the, the, the punch list process, right? And, and the most common of which is, I guess we'll call it the, the punch symbol. Um, and, and this is usually, it's a numbered or lettered key that's placed on your construction documents. And that's usually on your floor plans at whatever point on the plan that you have an issue, right? Whether it's a door or a window or a wall or wherever the problem is. Um, and that punch symbol, it, it corresponds to a key or a legend where the details of the specific punch issue is spelled out. Um, you know, this is how, you know, walkthroughs and punch lists or whatever you want to call it, there's a bunch of different terms, have been handled for decades. And it works really well. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, the only issue that there is with that is that you know, you're still tied to a manual text entry and then and building the key for each and every item. Um, it, it certainly helps in, in organizing things, right, for the folks on the receiving end of your punch list. But, you know, that process for creating your punch list is still very time consuming, right? And there's a lot of back and forth communications and they're kind of restricted to, you know, phone calls and emails, which really slows down the process of, you know, trying to get those repairs affected. Right? You know, you want to get that stuff done. Um, you know, and, and, and in order to alleviate that bottleneck, um, you know, I, I see that, you know, top tier construction companies are turning, like we turn to everything nowadays, to software systems. Right? Software systems that are going to help automate the punch list process. Now, you know, the, the key with, with systems like this is that you want to make sure you're implementing one that can handle... Uh, you know, a, a symbol library, right, for your punch symbols that you're going to drop on your plans, uh, along with, you know, predefined text to describe standard problems, right, things that happen all the time, like, you know, a, a mishung door or, or a paint smudge or something, right, a cracked window. Um, those happen on every job. You want to be able to, to generate those as, as standards. Um, you also want to have the ability to, you know, generate reports 
and to track whatever changes or updates all right happen very very easily um, you know and I guess what I'm trying to say here is that you know a simple graphic program that will draw symbols you know things like you know your CAD system or if you're working with basic uh, you know uh, Acrobat or Visio you know they really aren't sufficient for the punch list process um, you really do need to look at software systems that will help you automate the communication and the, re the, the resolution process right, for your punch items. Right? Otherwise, you're not really going to get much efficiency above doing it by hand. And I do, I do run across people who say that all the time. Well, it takes, I can draw a circle and a letter in as much time as I can you know, draw a circle and a letter on a screen. And they're right. Um, so, Rocco, let me ask you, how many, how many clients seem to have made the move to software for the, the punch list resolution versus how many folks are just kind of sticking with their, their old-fashioned handwritten method and just kind of eating the cost? As, as you know, that's the way we do business. It always has been. Yeah, it depends <clears throat> on, the, on the size of the, you know, the firm. And, and, but, but for the most part, if you're, you know, if you're in a game, you're using a software tool, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, it, you need automation, right? And, then, and the technology is there. Um, to allow you to do it, and there's technology that's not really that expensive out there that you can use. So, you know, why why do it by hand? Yeah, and I think you're right. It, it, a lot of times, I see that split along the size of the company, um, and I think it's a mistake. I don't I don't really care whether you're a two man firm or a two thousand person firm. Either way, you're wasting time and money if if you're not automating and speeding up that process. So, um, so let's talk about that. So, so I guess you know when. You know, to our listeners out there, you know, when you're considering kind of making the change to a punch list, punch list, excuse me, software, um, you know, there there are I, I think a few key things that you need to consider. Right, first, the software really has to be developed for tablet use. That's important, right? At the end of the day, almost all of your punch work is going to happen on the construction site, away from desks and computers, and you need software that will effectively work on a tablet, right? Preferably one that's been designed, right, for, for just that purpose. Um, you know, you're also going to want a software that, that's going to integrate directly with your tablet or your two-in-one for taking photos, right? One that the, the software will actually use your tablet's camera and integrate it right into the software, right? You know, remember, you know, taking, taking a picture of, of the issue is gonna save you a thousand words. Right, um, and and a software that can take that picture and drop it in the correct place on your plan, it's just going to save you a world of headaches and a ton of time. Uh, you're also going to want all of your punch symbols, right? You know your pictures, your your status tracking, communications, and resolutions and sign offs. All of those different steps that have to happen in the punch list resolution process. You want all of that integrated into one single system um, you know the the last thing that you're going to want is your people bouncing from you know uh, system to system software to software and then depending on emails to track your progress and what happened to this and why wasn't that done and who agreed to what that is where you know the cost and and the inefficiencies creep into the punch process now you know, there really are just a lot of, of great project management uh, systems out there that do have integrated or 
at the very least semi-integrated, I guess, uh, if that's a thing, <laughs> you know, punch uh, tracking, right? But, but those systems really can be dauntingly expensive. And when I say dauntingly, I mean, I'm talking like 100K <laughs> or, you know, 15% of your project scope type of expensive, right? They, they can really be a massive drain. Um, so those, those, you know, unless you're a big company, you're probably going to want to avoid. Uh, you know, there are a few smaller systems that, that are on the market that have been developed specifically for punch work. Um, I, I'm a little shaky in those because I find that they, they have a tendency to be underpowered um, and, and they usually only work if all the parties involved purchase and install that particular software package, right? And that, that, that can seriously limit their benefits. Um, you know, for, for my money, my personal choice here is there's really only one cost-effective, very widespread and, and easy to use answer in the field of punch work. And that's like Rocco said earlier, it's Bluebeam Review. Um, you know, the, the big start point I think here is that, and, and I know we've said it before on this, this, this podcast, uh, over 80% of construction companies, and I think it's like 60% of design firms in, in the, the U.S., already own and already use Bluebeam, right? So that eliminates right off the bat almost all your interoperability issues. Everybody's got the same software. Let's use that. Um, you know, and beyond that, though, the great thing that I really like about this is that, you know, Bluebeam's punch processes are all handled directly in the PDF, right? And that means that they can be opened and worked with in just about any PDF editor, right? And that means that, you know, anybody, can, can read and, and view the punch list and edit things, right? Uh, you know, and see the pictures and the symbols in whatever PDF reader they have, right? Whether it's it's their basic, you know, uh, web browser or, you know, if maybe they got, you know, the, the free Acrobat reader that comes with most new computers we buy nowadays, right? So whatever they have, Bluebeam gives you the ability to just share that and work with them without any, any expense involved. So that's why I'm such a fan of it. So, all right, so I tell you what, why don't we take a quick break here to listen to today's sponsor. And then when we come back, I want to talk to you guys about how you can go about setting up your own punch list process with Bluebeam, right? So come on back, folks. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more of the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, Rocco. So we are sponsoring ourselves yet again today. What is it we want to talk about? We're going to talk about me today, Jim. No, no one wants to talk about you. Not even you. (laughs) Oh, fine. Let's talk about Zentech Tech Blocks. Awesome. I like Zentech Tech Blocks. Zentech Tech Blocks are prepaid support hours that let you call on Zentech's experienced technical staff to address all your support questions, problems, help you with workflows and standards, really anything you need on the technology side. We're here to provide the support you need so that your most talented people aren't being dragged into helping everybody else in your company instead of working on the billable jobs that you need them focused on. All right. So Zentech tech blocks are available in uh, multiple sizes. We sell them in five hour, 10 hour, 20 hour and 40 hour prepaid support blocks. And if you're interested and you need that sort of help, Rocco, how do they reach out to us? Yeah. Hit up our website, zentechconsultants.net. Give us a ring, 866-824-4459, or even drop us an email, sales at zentechconsultants.net. All right, Zentech tech, lo- tech Blocks, the vital support that your people need exactly at the moment that they need it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast, where we are talking about punch lists today. Um, and, and when we left in the first half, I promise we're going to come back and 
talk all about how you guys can use Bluebeam Review, which I'm sure almost all of the listeners out there already own, um, to kind of set up your own punch list process. Um, so, you know, to start with, I guess, you know, Review has the ability for you to build your own custom tool sets. Um, and what that means is that you can develop those predefined punch keys that we talked about, right, with numbers and codes and symbols, uh, you know, that you can use again and again and again on every one of your jobs. Right? And, and those tool sets in Bluebeam are, are easily shared with your field staff so they can install them and use them and use Bluebeam, right, which was developed for tablet use right on their tablets or on their two-in-one to go out and start the punch list process right from the field. Um, you know, and Bluebeam will even let you tie picture libraries. And I say picture libraries, by which I mean multiple photos to a single punch symbol. So if you want to do, you know, eight or ten photos of one problem, you can absolutely do that. And it's all tied right to the symbol. Um, so, you know, that, that's really cool, right? That, that's really great stuff. Um, but the symbols are actually only a very small part of the punch process. Um, what we really need here is the ability to add additional data, more information to each punch item as we work. Right? We need to, like I said earlier, right? things like, you know, is, is this you know, an installation problem or was something broken? You know, was there you know, cosmetic damage like, you know, oh, there, there's some smudge paint on the wall? Or is there a safety concern like, oh, wow, we're missing all the windows on the 44th floor and someone's going to plummet to their death, which is probably not a good thing. Um, you know, so you know, we want to track things like, you know, who does the inspector think is responsible for this repair? Is the GC going to take care of it or should the trade be doing this or is this an owner responsibility? Right? We also want to be able to track the status of all of these issues as we get them resolved, right? You know, we need to know, is this issue pending review by the architect or the engineer? Uh, you know, are we waiting on a part to be delivered? Is it under dispute because nobody wants to agree as to who's gonna pay for that repair? Or are we just waiting until the trade contractor can, you know, get free from another job and get back to the site, right? And then, you know, when will that date be, right? How long are we gonna have to wait for them? You know, is, we need, you know, is, is this problem holding up other work and so on, right? They, all of this is, is, is vital information. And, you know, luckily, Review has the ability to track all of that data right inside your PDF construction document, right? Instead of trying to implement and, and purchase an entirely different and likely expensive software system. Right? So we can do everything in the PDF and handle all that data that we want to keep track of and make sure everybody's aware of. So Rocco, do you, do you, do you see already that, and I know we talked a little bit about this in the first half, but are there a lot of our clients who are already using review for their punch work? Um, or, or do you find that there are still people either who just don't know that they have these tools available right in front of them? You know, it's interesting because every now and then we run a, a webinar on, on working with, um, with Punchless and, and Bluebeam, right. and we always get a real high turnout to that webinar. So yeah. I guess what that tells you is that not everybody's aware, you know, that this functionality is built into, into Bluebeam. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you guys want to see any of those webinars, just hit our website. Um, so, you know, the, the good thing here is that setting up the process for all of this inside of Bluebeam, uh, it's not difficult at all, 
Uh, you know, if you guys have ever built any tool sets, whether it's for punch list or not, if you ever built tool sets, you can build punch list tool sets. Right? If you've ever built you know custom columns for yourself in the past, you can build custom columns for your punch list. Right. So you know if, if this is something you're familiar with, building your Bluebeam punch tools is not going to be a problem for you. Um, you know the one thing that I always do point out whenever this this comes up, I tell people all the time, hey, you can do it yourself. It's not hard. It really isn't. Uh, the only thing that you may want to consider is that you know it can be time consuming to get that initial setup organized, structured, and built, right? There, there's time and there's effort that has to go into any type of a configure, you know, configuration or, or a customization job. Um, and I will say, you know, if you're just too busy to do that setup on your own, you're probably gonna wanna engage with, you know, a good experienced Bluebeam configuration consultant. Hey, Rocco, anybody you can suggest who specializes in that type of work? Hmm, I gotta hmm. think on this one. Yeah, you think maybe, about hey, it. Maybe Zentech? Maybe Zentech. Hey, what a thought. <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> this is gonna spend a huge chunk of my day doing that stuff. Um, but, you know, the, the, the big thing here, um, when you're starting to build the, these, these Bluebeam punch list sets, it really isn't just the symbols like I was saying before. It's the, the, the important thing is the integration of items like drop-down lists, right? Where you can select who the responsible party is, right? Rather than having people try and type it out every time. Um, you know, who's going to do the repairs? Have it, you know, uh, you want to make sure that you're going to put in columns and, and, and data fields for, you know, predefined text fields for standard items, but those need to be set up to be editable, right? So that, hey, I can put in, you know, oh, cracked window. Well, I, we get cracked windows all the time on every job, but I do want to be able to edit that particular field so I can say cracked window, upper left pane, right? Hairline crack, right? You can get into more detail as you need to, even though you're starting with kind of a standardized item. That's very important, right? So that you can add specifics to your common problems. Um, you know, you can even, and you really should, uh, add in kind of, you know, predefined links and connections, right, to your symbol so that the PDF can be sent to all parties with a click of the button or open up standard forms or, you know, safety OSHA hazards, whatever you might have, right? Everybody's got their own processes you've worked out over the years and that can all be integrated into these symbols. Um, one of the other things that I really, really think everybody should be looking at doing here when you're dealing with punch lists is you're going to want to build in a custom status set, right? And that's for tracking when the work's been approved or acknowledged, Right, which items are on hold, which ones are completed. Right? And, and with Bluebeam, you can do that very, very easily. You can build your own custom status, status sets for tracking all of your items. Um, and, and, and it even gives you the ability to generate, after you put in all your punch items, full reports, whether it's in PDF format or, or in an Excel format, whichever you like. Um, and, and you can decide using those reports where you know whether they're either in an individual, uh, the report, in other words, the text-based information, I guess what I'm trying to say, is either embedded into the PDF plans themselves, which is very easy, or you can generate a standalone report that has hyperlinks that will direct people back to the plans, right? So, you know, you know like, like Rocco said earlier, right, Zentech does a lot of this work, um, and we're always happy to work with our listeners to, you know, ease the time and effort of your of building that process, but it really is a simple enough thing to do on your own as well. Uh, and, and I really do think that either way, 
it's worth the investment in time and money. And you guys may have noticed that I stressed the word investment and I did not say expense. And I did that intentionally. Um, you need to look at developing uh, you know, processes like this as an investment, right? You're going to get all of your money back, plus a lot more forever and ever and ever and ever on every job that you touch moving forward, right? That's an investment, right? An expense is a one and done necessary cost uh, that doesn't make you any money, right? Um, and I bring this up for a reason, right? I just, I find that a lot of, of people confuse those two terms or they just kind of use them interchangeably during conversations. Now, I, I, and I'm sure I know Rocco is shaking his head at me because I make him nuts with this all the time. He thinks I'm just being a grammar Nazi uh, and, and that, you know, the word choice doesn't really matter. Well, let me guarantee you in this particular instance, it really does, especially if you're asking management to approve a project like this. If you're looking to build and structure and take the time and the money to put together a punchless procedure, okay, you have to be really careful about how you phrase this. Uh, to accountants and senior management type of folks who are dealing with financials, there is a very big difference between an expense and an investment. And if you inadvertently use the wrong term, right, you can kiss your project goodbye before it even gets started, okay? So that's my last bit of advice for you today, right? Is, you know, whether you want to do this on your own or you want to call Zentech or whatever, make sure that you explain to your management team what a great investment, a punchless process is and how much money is going to put back into the company's bottom line. So there you go. That's where I'm going to leave it with you guys today. All right. And I want to thank you guys for being here. And we will catch hey, you. I, I oh, do have a quick question. You have a question. You're not allowed to ask questions. Who I said you're allowed question. to ask questions? I said That's not part of the show. Uh, <laughs> I guess since you're my partner, I'll have to tolerate Listen, it. Go ahead. Since, since you had to say my, my middle name, uh, Rocco <laughs> Luigi is a little bit tougher than James Anthony. All right. Oh, you wanted to put as a... You know, it's funny that only one of us is Italian, but we both got Italian middle names. Go figure it out. <laughs> so my, my question is, so we get asked a lot of times from, from folks that are using the um, Bluebeam for iPad, right? Using it on their iPads. Mm -hmm. Can they use this functionality? Yeah, uh, no, it's abso absolutely. Even on the iPad, yeah. And the, the tools and the tool sets that you develop, right, can be ported out through Bluebeam Studio. Uh, you know the 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 Bluebeam for iPad. It's not the full blown version of Bluebeam. It's not the fully developed software. It's it's a very inexpensive app that you can get from the you know the iTunes Store, and it works really nicely. And the great thing about that is that using Bluebeam Studio, I can upload all the custom tool sets for the punch list right into Studio, and then all of your iPad app users can just load those tools. And they got every customization that you've built, and they can just literally touch the screen and go, problem here, put this key on that location, done. Right? And they can even hit the little speak button right, on the iPad, and, and instead of like trying to type things out and go, hey, this is a broken window in the upper left-hand corner, cool, done. Click the next problem as they walk through room by room. It makes this so much easier, and it, it, it all can happen from the that iPad cool. to, the, to the field in real time. Yeah, it really is amazing, you know? That's something that's always a great thing when I'm teaching a class because we do the class on, uh, 
you know, Bluebeam for iPad users. And whenever I'm doing that class, that's always the one thing when I start showing people how they can do that, right? How they can just like click and drop symbols and talk and fill out text fields, right? With that, they love that. That's always the big, the big money maker for that class. So, all right, I'll give it. That was a good question. I'll grant you that one. Okay, you're allowed. Thank you. You're allowed to ask questions from now on, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. We're gonna get out of here, folks. We'll catch you next time on the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, everybody. Today's Cattle Call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, we provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech? All right, yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net. Or you can even call us, 866-824-4459. Excellent. We look forward to hearing from you all.